Grassy Posse Packer Nation, welcome to another episode of Packcast, the podcast where you don't have to be Packer Sam, but it sure does help. I'm your host, Tom Grassi, and here we are again from legendary Lambeau Field, and I am joined by the one, the only, president and CEO of the Green Bay Packers, Mr. Mark Murphy. Mark, you're seven that we've done this. You're eight, I think, actually, if we're going like specific. I appreciate you having me. I appreciate you being on. No, it's, uh, it's my pleasure, and uh, I know our fans and fans enjoy it. Yeah, yes, they do. They yeah. they definitely get a kick out of it every year. Um, I like. I want to jump right in because literally from seven years ago to today, every single time that I've talked with you, mm-hmm. there's been one thing that's always come up, and it's trying to get the NFL draft. Yeah. We talked about extensively last year about how we were in the running. We were in the finals. We were going to get it. Yeah. And then they gave it to Detroit. Uh, yeah. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was just like, we were, we were this close. Yeah. And I know what we were talking about. Like we had a Notre Dame coming, like game like that was going to be happening. Yeah. And there's like a scheduling. And then, first of all, congratulations, because yeah. we got it. Like we fight. What were just the initial emotions like when you knew it was finally locked in? Because I have to imagine like there's is, of course, excitement. Like, is there like a well, little relief? A little relief. Yeah, I was going to say it's excitement and relief. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so many different people were involved and particularly Gabrielle Dell. She's kind of taken the lead for us on it. Um, but yeah, it was really since 2016. Uh, well, 2015, they was the first time they took it on the road to Chicago. And then in 16, we decided to say, hey, what about Green Bay? And yeah, I have to admit, there were some times where I wondered, you know, is this going to happen? Yeah. yeah. But give credit to the league. I mean, this is going to be, it'll be a different, certainly quite a bit different than draft in Chicago or Nashville. Um, but, you know, I think what really, the history and tradition of Lambeau Field is, you know, unmatched. Um, and I think Titletown really helps now having that. And then the Rush Expo and the Rush Center. Um, so the, this, the whole, can't, everything's going to be utilized for the draft. Yeah. Yeah, I know there was even talks about like ferry boats. Like they were talking, like we're they're just like, we're just, we're having conversations, right? Yeah. We're just having those, Roger Goodell was here this past Monday, yes. yeah. right? And besides, of course, like the relief of like, okay, like we did it, yeah. right? There's also now it's like, oh man, now it's planning yeah, time, right? Like a lot of work to do, yeah. And like the excitement that came from Packers fans, like, can you just explain for people who just don't know, like what this means for this city? Because it's not just like Kansas City is hosting the draft or Detroit's hosting the draft, which is great, right? It's going to do great for them. But it's different because it is Green Bay and it is smaller than a lot of the places. The we're relative impact. Is, yeah. There's nothing close to it. Same thing with our home home weekends. I mean, it means so much more here than anywhere else. But yeah, the, to put it in perspective, uh, we anticipate there'll be about 240,000 people that will travel here for the draft. And Green Bay's population is... So, and then the economic impact across the states, like 94 million. And put that in perspective, economic impact of a single game is like 15 million. So yeah. it's you know, five or six. It's like having five or six games in a week <laughs> and like even though you know Goodell comes in and you know maybe slips that you know Green Bay will host a Super Bowl like that that's this is our Super Bowl in yeah. terms of hosting right like this is such a big deal and there's hotels that are going up and of course you mentioned title town sure. yeah for people who have never been to Green Bay Wisconsin because there's gonna be a lot of people who have coming here for the very first time to come for the draft what kind of things do you think are going to stand out about this place particularly that yeah. people are going to be like oh like it's different here well, I think Lambeau Field, uh, yeah. the first thing. Um, 
I mean, it's not only the his history and the tradition of it, but you know, I think people would be surprised that it's it's really used year round. With you know, with the restaurant, and the Hall of Fame, and uh, everything that we have here, um, I think Titletown people will be uh, pleased to see you know the, the the impact that that's had. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you know, uh, well, it's an interesting story. Um, Late April can be, uh, weather-wise, can be very... Uh, Unpredictable, uh, potentially. Yeah. <laughs> but everybody from the league office is praying for snow. They think snow would be okay. great for TV. I mean, you're not, not wrong. Not so much for people. No, not so much for the crowds. But, like, they're still going to be out there. The crowds are still yeah. going to be out there. But if yeah. you had, like, a wintry, just, like, falling in Lambeau nice, Field. is like light snow. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, I'll take that. I mean, they were worried about it with the Super Bowl when that was in New York, but here it's just like, nope, that's fine. Like, we'll, we'll get the ambiance going. Yeah. And besides, obviously, the draft, which was so big, but the last time I talked to you was April yeah. uh, last year. And so that was before London. Yeah. So we talked about the anticipation, and like that happened in a few of our interviews. We talked about mm-hmm. there's a lot of London fans that are waiting, a lot yeah. of overseas fans mm-hmm. that are waiting. So it happened. Of course, we didn't get the result we wanted. But can you just tell me, like, your experience going there and just seeing how crazy it really was? Because yeah. there are some passionate fans. Like, it was a Packers takeover there. Oh, yeah. No, it was uh, it was very impressive. And as you said, to be able to see it in person. I, I knew that we had great support. Um, of course. You know, nationally and internationally. But to see it in person. Uh, and, you know, it's not like the Giants are, uh, you know, they're a pretty good brand. Yeah. <laughs> have a great history of themselves but uh <clears throat> you know our we're very fortunate i think our ownership structure really lends itself to being being excited to support a team like us because sure. you know, it's community owned and you don't have a wealthy owner yeah. and uh and you know we see that i mean i think uh, it was well and the other thing it was obviously a lot of people from the united states traveled and yes. uh, to see them uh I, I I estimated the crowd was about eighty percent Packer. Seen that? Yeah, it was it was pretty significant. Yeah. Um, in that but way, but you can you can see why it's such a high priority for the league. You know, the international exposure and the league's very aggressive uh, and has grown tremendously over the years. But that's a that's a very fertile market that uh, you know could really make a big difference down yes. the road. And again, like we're talking about market, just like the NFL, just like there isn't one for football. Sure. But the Packers, like that is already there, right? Yeah. Like that, you're talking about like 80, 20. Like I just know personally, like there's so many fans that have been waiting years and years and yeah. years. They're like, when are the Packers coming? So yeah. when it comes to that, because it's not easy being like an overseas NFL fan. No. You know, if the Packers are on primetime, they're watching those games at two <laughs> o'clock in the morning. <laughs> like, either, that's, either staying up late or getting up early. Exactly. Yeah. Like that's that's a commitment. Right. So what do the Packers like? How do you even begin just as like a brand, as an organization and a team? Like, how do you begin to like reach those fans? Because it's working. Whatever yeah. it is, it's working. Yeah. Do you think it's just that? Hey, like I identify with like the fandom, like you're talking about just the ownership model, or is it something deeper that the team is doing that is reaching across an ocean to give that yeah, much passion? Um, well, a couple of things. I think um, the Packers everywhere um, yeah. that you know, when we do pep rallies and PackersEverywhere.com, it's a way for fans to connect not only with the team, but with each other. And I saw a lot of that uh, when we were in London. Um, and, you know, the, the international growth, um, so the league calls it the international home market areas. And so 
teams can say, all right, we're going to, we want to have Scotland be an international area for, for the Packers. Um, about half of the, little over half of the, the teams in the league have already adopted uh, countries. We've kind of taken a wait and see approach, um, kind of see, you know, what, what works for some of the other teams, but they actually have staffing in, in those countries. And um, so I anticipate we, in the next year or two, we'll, we'll do, we'll do the same. Okay. No, that's, I, and you know, we've, uh, yeah, you know, that what you saw in London, I I think Germany might be even a stronger base. Yes. Yeah. No, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. No, even during 30 and 30, like the amount of German fans that were just like, in Denver. Yeah. And they're just like, yeah, we're Packers fans. Yeah. Like it, it it's crazy. It was like, yeah. wow. Like there just has like so much of a reach. Yeah. And you're talking about, so like the Packers everywhere and it's again, the ownership model, all of these things. And you start talking about like social media, mm-hmm. right? In an age where like you have social media accounts that are competing, like it's their Super Bowl, right? Like the schedule release is literally like their Super Bowl. And fan, cause fans relate to that. Right. Sure. So you're like the chargers and you're like putting out stuff like that. Or, you know, you're the, titans and you're going out like on main street and just like asking people like you know the busted up microphone you know their thoughts on teams and their naming logos how do you feel like as an organization because i feel like the packers are definitely more of like a traditional organization Mm -hmm. in terms of like that you mentioned like packers everywhere and packers.com like there's great content on there so like how do like the organization like view like social media as a tool to reach whether it's the uk fans or whether it's like the domestic fans to kind of just like continue either like that brand loyalty, like spreading it and just like continuing those generations of Packer fans. Well, we're paying <laughs> a lot of people for a lot of money for people to do things in that area. Which by the way, like they're great, right? Yeah. Like or the social, I want to be very clear, like the social yeah. media team is great. And I think that's why it's like very frustrating when you have like organizations coming to be like, oh, they're ranked 32nd in the league. Because yeah. like we don't, like why? Why is that? Like why do like the outside perspective see that differently? Yeah, like, um, you know I think there's there certain things that we just won't do. Uh, yeah, and you know that probably hurts us a little bit. Okay, but, uh, our focus is really on football yeah. and you know the true football fans. And yeah, I know Duke Bobber particularly is. I mean, we're you know I, we're certain in terms of the number of you know, things we're doing in terms of social media. We're up there, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Some of the other teams are uh, willing to do things that probably we would look at and say, no, that's a little bit off-brand. Or, sure. Yeah, it's not something that would make sense for us. Yeah. I mean, like, because it's even stuff, like, for example, and it's such a, I was explaining this to somebody who doesn't watch football, mm-hmm. right? So they're completely, they're not in this little world, yeah. right? No. So it's things like you go to practice, mm-hmm. right? And, like, you'll have fans who are like recording things and like putting it out there. And we're like, no, can't, we can't do that. Right. Yeah. Then you have the chiefs who are like live streaming their entire practice. Right. Yeah. It's just like, it's different. And I saw this in 30 and 30, every team is 32 businesses. Sure. Like they're doing things very, very differently for regardless yeah. of like many reasons. But I think you also see like, there is just such a rabid, like we want content. I mean, part of the reason I have a living and a job is mm-hmm. because Packer fans are like, we just want more. Yeah. So like, where do you find the line is between like, Hey, mention like family, like competitive advantage and all that. Yeah. Right. Where is the line of like, okay, we want to give something for fans <laughs> to be excited about. And like, Oh man, like, yeah. look, it's August. It's preseason football. It's all this great stuff, but also like remaining to like where the brand is and everything. Like yeah. That. Well, and a, a lot of it is, um, you know, from a football perspective, not, Again, having information get out there sure. that might you know come back to hurt us at some point. Sure. So that's, um, 
Yeah, that's a, a little bit of a fine line, but I, I think you're seeing more and more. Uh, yes. You know, and, 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 you know, that's kind of, well, and you look at the league now, um, in fact, you know, I don't know if you've seen quarterback. Uh, oh, I have, yeah. I mean, that's really well done, and the, and the ratings for that are great. Very insane. Yeah. Yes. And, uh, yeah, so we're looking at, you know, maybe doing something along those lines. Of course, we did Legacy, and I think yep. that was well-received. I agree. But, I, you know, I think the game itself is obviously continues to be very popular. So along with that, people want, you know, they want to get inside the – the organization, you know, yeah. what, uh, what goes on in the locker room, what goes on in team meeting rooms. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, the, well, we've got our brand new facility and, you know, we want to open it up, let people see it, but we also <laughs> feel like there's some things that we're doing there that give us a competitive advantage and sure. we prefer not to but like, and that's have the, other teams be aware of. Sure. <laughs> and that's the difference, right? Like you and I were just talking about this. Like I go to Dallas. And they're like, oh, yeah, come in the draft room. And I was yeah. like, we're not supposed to be in here. Like, yeah. there's, like there's that, like, no, like, we are, this is not where we're supposed yeah. to be. Oh, there's a list of their top, uh, <laughs> they, top prospects. They have a, a competition mm-hmm. that they have fans come into the draft room on draft night. Yeah. It's like a couple hours before the draft starts. Yeah. And I was like, what? Like, the, for me, like, that's, that's insane. Like, yeah. that's, that's craziness. Yeah. And you talk about kind of just giving fans more and giving them, like, the exclusive, yeah. like, the behind the scenes. Like, that is just what exists out in the world. Mm-hmm. And because I think you see other teams do it, yeah. when your team's not doing it, they're just like, oh, but I want that. Right? Yeah. Because Green Bay, like, we practice here. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that, that's what that is. So unless you're here in Green Bay coming to training camp, or, like, you're not going to know what it looks like. Sure, right? Like, yeah. you might see a couple clips or things like that, but you're not going to know. So there really is, like, this fervor and, like, desire for information so i have to imagine like it's a little difficult like as an organization to be like okay like but where where do we yeah where do do we do this line because like there's sometimes the social like does put out like a clip of like you know an amazing catch that's made at practice and things like that of course like evan's taking great pictures yeah but like there's that level there's still a desire that's like tenfold past that so like no yeah the desire for it seems to be insatiable for you know correct nfl (laughs) content and uh, I'm happy about that, by the way, because like <laughs> that helps me out. Sure, <laughs> but it's yeah. always like it's interesting just to see like how different teams do it. Mm-hmm. And do you think like there are you, you mentioned like looking into some other things because mm-hmm. quarterback is like perfect for the casual fan, right? Yeah, because mm-hmm. if you because football is an investment of time. If mm-hmm. you're a viewer, you're mm-hmm. not only investing in the team and the ups and downs of your team, but you are like, all right, like I'm committing three and a half hours to like, and if I'm just watching one game, three and a half hours to watch this. There's lots of commercials, uh, you know. Game's confusing at you times. You can get up during the commercials, Tom. You don't have to. I'm not, I'm not allowed to. I'm <laughs> streaming, so I'm not allowed to, Mark. We don't, we don't get up for three and a half hours. But the point mm-hmm. I'm trying to make is that, like, quarterback reaches those, like, oh, people know the who Casual Joe, fans, yeah, yeah. Patrick Mahomes, like, oh, I can see the entire season play out. Yeah. Do you think the NFL. People actually like Kirk Cousins now. That's what I hear. That's what... <laughs> Mark, I'm watching this. I was like, I know what you're trying to do. Like, this is, this is not going to, this is not going to work. So at that point, like, I think the NFL is going that direction, right? Hard Knocks has existed. I was going to say Hard Knocks. Well, of course, that's been, I don't know, 20 years. Yeah, it's been around for a bit. Yeah. Right? And, like, again, like, every year it's like, okay, like, there's an excitement for it. And, like, waiting, of course, this year there's a little bit more excitement for it. But that's not (laughs) there. Another topic. (laughs) That's a different topic. But, But the point is that as the league and, like, other entities start to make more content about the behind the scenes, about that, do you see the Packers also following in a similar vein while still keeping true to, like, the brand investment? Yeah, I think it's a balance, uh, balancing. But, yeah, I I do see, you know, 
that I think will move a little more in that direction, but we're not, we'll never be the leader across the league. Yeah. Now, there, <clears throat> there's a reason the Cowboys are number one in the league in revenue. I mean. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, yeah. I mean, and you, and you talk about. <clears throat> like, of course, they got a stadium that's rather large, and they sell yeah. a lot of <laughs> standing room only tickets. They do. Yes, yeah. they 100% do. And it's okay. We won a Super Bowl there. So <clears throat> very fond it, memories. It pans yeah. out. It pans yeah. out. Um, speaking of real quick, I do want to talk about this. So, of course, you had a busy off season. You know, it's just a little, sure. some stuff going on. Uh-huh. It's fine. I didn't take a vacation either. It's all good. <laughs> so what happened was, is the first time I talked to you, like we sat down and had like a 90-minute interview. And we mm-hmm. went through your time with Washington and they're driving you around and hiding you from everybody and, and all sure. that. Yeah. But we also talked about like Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. You're coming into this position and you're like, oh, yeah, we're trading a Hall of Fame QB. Cool. Yeah. Like, that. thanks, everybody. Like, this is great. Yeah. And now, like this past offseason, we did the same thing. In terms of just for you, like that beginning experience sure. and now like this last experience, what kind of like lessons was it like, okay, we dealt with this 20 years ago or yeah. we didn't deal with this 20 years ago that kind of just like helped navigate through, a, it's a complicated time. Yeah. No, you know, it is. It's, it's interesting you said it. it. It's really like history repeating itself. It's a bookend, Mark. 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, no, I, I think it, obviously there there were differences, um, you know, because Brett had retired, changed his mind. Yes. And, um, you know, Aaron was clear that he wanted to keep playing. Um, you know, I think, I, you know, you did you did learn a lot. Uh, at least I did. It was so early in my tenure. And it was like, yeah. yeah. And you realize that uh, when you're dealing with MVP, Super Bowl champion quarterbacks, you know, everything Anything that is said or done becomes a huge story, um, and so, so you, we know. It. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> um, so I just you know, but uh, you know, and with Aaron, you know, obviously want to be fair to him. I mean, he's accomplished so much. Um, but just like I think back then, um, we felt it was time to give Aaron his shot. Similarly, I think uh, thought no, number one, the time was right. Jordan was ready and we yeah. needed to know is, you know, is he going to be the next, you know, hopefully <laughs> exactly <laughs> Super Bowl champion, of MVP, uh, Hall of Fame quarterback. He's been on our side for the past like 30 years. <laughs> yeah. So like it, it does work. And uh, yeah. And, but with Aaron, um, I, you know, I think it, I'm really happy for him. I think obviously if you haven't watched hard knocks yet, and I, he seems to be enjoying himself yeah. in New York and kind of a fresh start for him. And, um, yeah, you know, and I think Brian did a really good job in negotiating the trade terms. So, sure. that, um, you know, we'll and and you know, we'll see. I think Jordan's ready, and uh, it's been exciting. You know, I think the team, uh, you know, and you know, I, not only the team, but I think I, I just sense a level of excitement that we haven't had in years. It's like you're reading my notes, Mark, because that was going right into the next question. It's like yeah. there's a lot of Jordan Love jerseys around here. There's a lot of Christian Watson jerseys around yeah. here. And what strikes me is just like the youth of the team. This yeah. is a young football team, but it's it just feels different. Like walking yeah. around, like the level of excitement, like Jordan's coming out for family night to just cheers, yeah. right? There's like not, because there's a little like, okay, we've gone through like complicated transitions before, but like yeah. it's cheers, like it's excitement. Yeah. Every time there's a big play, they're going wild. Yeah, And I think it's like, we don't know what we have, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's an empty box. You're like, well, I don't know what's in the box. It could be something really cool. Yeah. Like, we just don't know. And there's that level of excitement that quite honestly, like we haven't experienced for a really long time. Yeah. I mean, to be very honest, I mean, I was a Packers fan since I was six years old. Mm-hmm. 
this is only the third time in my life that I've been a Packers fan that there's going to be a new starting quarterback this September. Yeah. Like that's yeah. almost unheard of. Yeah. Right. And so to you have know how many that, quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks, the uh, Indianapolis Colts have had in the last seven years, seven, now? seven, <laughs> seven, seven and seven. <laughs> like, I think that should be a documentary. That, that's, that's the next one. Yeah, we're just going to go back into, well, apparently Philip Rivers was almost coming back for the Super Bowl last year. So, you know, that would have been a different story, but in terms of the excitement that's going around camp, like what have you seen? Because I've seen like, you know, you go to camp and things like that. Just like there just seems to be an enthusiasm that's just in like an electricity that's yeah. in the air. No, I saw it on family night and the joint practices, you know, here with, uh, you know, with the Patriots. It was a little chippy. Packed. Yeah, it was a little chippy. But turns out fans like fights. <laughs> oh, yes. No, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. It's kind of like wrestling. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or ice hockey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It just puts a little. Well, because I think. You know, there's also been those narratives about the Packers, right? Where you've had the Lions come out and say it, you had the Jets come out and say it, and mm. like they like drag them into water and you know all yeah. that. They're a finesse team and you know yeah. stuff like that. Like when you see kind of like those fight, like Elton Jenkins getting into fights, like in the Bengals, and yeah. you're not advocating and being like, yeah, just go no. out and punch people. But like there is that like, hey, like we're a young scrappy team, right? And yeah. just be like, we kind of need that fire, and I feel like you have <laughs> that because like. You have Jordan, you have AJ, you have Josiah, who are all drafted together, right? Like yeah. you have these guys who are coming in together, and they're young. We have one receiver who's you know twenty five; the rest are under the age of twenty five. <laughs> yeah, like this is a young, scrappy group. Like, how do you think, even just in terms of this season, like the identity? Is it all just like we're gonna wait and see, like what the identity of the twenty twenty three Packers is? I think that's part of the excitement. Yeah, I think um, I think you hit the head. That's the, the fans. The uncertainty uh, comes with excitement. I think the other thing I've noticed with our team, I think uh, they have a little bit of a chip on their shoulders in that, you know, we're picked to finish either last in the division or third, and nobody's given us a chance. I think they want to kind of stay under the radar but prove people wrong. Yeah. I mean, because there's lots of people who are writing them off because they don't, we don't have Aaron Rodgers anymore, right? Yeah. But then there's like, oh, no, there's talent on this football team, right? Yeah. There's a defense that we've been waiting to take the next step. There yeah. is that youth in which there is that unknown, but there's those flashes that we've just seen a little bit. And it's like, this could be something here. Yeah. So, I mean, you have made comments before us and like, you need to wait half the season and you can't even put a time limit on it, right? Yeah. In terms of, and this might get a little deep. Okay. In terms of the brand of the Packers, for the past 30 years, the yeah. Packers have been known for a lot of things, but there's been two major consistents. It's Hall of Fame amazing quarterback play, yeah, and it's winning a lot of football games, mm -hmm. right? Like those two things have brought a ton of success, not only to the organization, but to this city, right? Like yeah. guys like Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, like help get renovations built. Like they help get like these massive projects done because there's so much national attention. Sure, yeah. And with the Patriots in town, like it just got me kind of thinking, mm -hmm they're going through this weird transitional phase too. Mm -hmm. And it's not just like they lost Tom Brady. It's like the brand is now different because the Patriots get all these primetime games, right? Like they're getting, cause it's all about Tom Brady. They're in the playoffs sure. every single yeah. year. They're winning all this. It helps. I mean, they have a billionaire mm -hmm. owner, which definitely helps, but like yeah. all these renovations and stuff, they're getting, they're a net, they were a national team. And yeah. now it's like, well, like not down, down, but like interest is down. Mm -hmm. Like they're getting fewer, you know, national primetime games and all that mm -hmm. great stuff. Is there ever a thought with the brand of the Packers this past 30 years, they have mm -hmm. those two things in common when it comes to making football decisions. Mm -hmm. Is there kind of like that also business side as well, where it's like, okay, like we mm -hmm. need to make sure, especially because it's this city. We just talked about how important the draft is, how yeah. every game is important to it. 
is it of like, we need to have that reputation and keep up like that winning tradition, even maybe more so than other teams, because there's so much at stake. Yeah, I think it's really more, you know, the folk we put all the focus on winning and yeah. football. And when you do that, <laughs> if you have success in the field, we'll do well financially. Yeah. And uh, so I, I, I you know, I, I think it's really more driven by football than anything else. Um, you know, and I, I think I, yeah, I have to give you look at it's kind of unheard of right now across the league. You know, nor you draft a quarterback, how you play him right away. So and you look at what we did with Aaron and yep. what we did with Jordan, yep. uh, I think gives them a chance to be successful. Correct. Yeah. Because, you, you know, you see it a lot. Talented young quarterback plays right away, Don't loses confidence. Um, and, you know, sometimes they never get back. Yep. So, um, you know, and there's an old saying in the NFL, the best time to draft a quarterback is when you don't need one. Correct. And I know Brian and I think Ted also <laughs> got a lot of criticism when they drafted yeah. quarterbacks in the first round. But, you know, certainly Aaron turned out to do well. And, uh, you know, hopefully uh, we'll see the same from uh, from Jordan. Because I think what's really nice is, too, is like the team has also come to his defense in terms that of, has been great like yeah, that yeah. he's like you don't need to be aaron Rodgers; yeah. just be jordan love and five years ago we sat it wasn't this particular meeting room five years ago we had this conversation it was mm-hmm. like one after the playoff losses it was like you know we rely a lot on aaron Rodgers. we yeah. rely a lot on the quarterback and we've been doing that for a very long time yeah and talking about maybe the identity going forward changes mm-hmm. maybe it is you know what maybe run the ball a little bit more or maybe sure. it is like a lockdown defense yeah do you see that as like a potential talking about the past 30 years? It's been dominated quarterback winning a yeah. lot of football games. <clears throat> we want to keep the winning football games thing. Maybe it is like for the near future, the identity of the Packers is a little bit different and not necessarily. It'd be great if it was too, but like <laughs> yeah. driven by the quarterback. Yeah. Um, I think particularly, um, you know, in here in Jordan's first year, yeah. um, you, you might see, and we got a great running game. <laughs> I mean, you know, with Aaron Jones and yep. AJ Dillon, um, and, you know, I mean, defensively, um, we, you know, we've got, I think, eight first-round draft picks. So we got a lot of talent there. And, yeah. Um, I th- you know, so I think it's going to all come together. And we don't need Jordan to play at an MVP level. Oh. Uh, and, you know, I, I think particularly early, too, uh, you know, and I remember Aaron's first year. He played well, but, yeah, but if- I think we were 6-10. and 10 And, yeah. uh, you know, he had – there were some ups and downs. And that's to be expected, and I think – We'll see that with Jordan, but I, I'm pretty confident in you know the players that we have around him, both on offense and defense, that that we yeah that, that we'll play well. And I, I think they, and you mentioned it, <clears throat> it's been really encouraging to hear some of the comments from players that you know we've got Jordan's back. You know, we're gonna, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of noise out there, Mark. Like yeah. there's a lot of noise, right? Yeah. So when you have a team that can like kind of rally and be like, hey, no, like. We got our guy. Like, yeah. He's our guy. Yeah. Right. And it helps again. Like it was drafted. It's a young team. It's that kind of the mentality. And if yeah. everyone's like, oh, well, they don't have Aaron Rodgers. They're going to be bad. It's like, all right, well, we'll just wait. Like yeah. we'll, we'll wait and see kind of like everybody else. Yeah. And I think that that excitement, you can feel that here. Yeah. Because like if it, if things turn out to be like even good this year, we're like, okay, like that, that, that's where, yeah. like, that's where we're going to be. And then next off season, there's like some, those are big decisions that hopefully have Two first round picks, right? <laughs> two first round picks, sixty five percent. Do have two first round picks, and then it's like, okay, we'll have more money. You know, like we'll kind of be in like a different position. And sure, yeah, yeah, it's exciting times here in Green Bay. No, it's uh, yeah, it, I mean, and obviously, 
phenomenal run that Aaron had. And it's pretty extraordinary to play 18 years for one team and, yeah. and then still play. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. And, like, and as you said, like, he'll be back. You know what I mean? Like, he'll be yeah. back. And yeah. out, like, whole line, whole line thing. Similar the same thing with Favre. We yeah. knew. Yeah. Exactly. You know. It, Although, it, I, I tell you, I. Uh, they make the way home. When he went to the Vikings, he ended up going to the Vikings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'll never forget uh when he ran out on the field in a Viking uniform. Oh, I know. First game here. Oh, I know. <laughs> that was, it was a little, it was tough to swallow. Now, yeah. He went to the Jets and like, I live in New York. So like, I had to see that and I was like, Ugh, okay. I had to see it again too. So I'm like, yeah. all right, whatever. It is what it is. When he went to the Vikings, I was like, yeah, no, this is, no. this is different. I mean, if Aaron ends up going to the Vikings. Mark, <laughs> like we, we talk about history repeating ourselves. Like let's, <laughs> let's avoid that one. Let's avoid that one. Yeah. Um, I wanted to wrap up real quick. Sure. And it's, so I'm staying at a, a local house. Like I'm staying at one of the Airbnbs. I never pull my phone during an interview, but uh, this is hanging in the bathroom okay. of the Airbnb. All and right. I think it just like, is Green Bay. Yeah. So it's an article written from 1956. Okay. Okay. And like, it's a whole big article, whatever. Mm -hmm. But at the very end, it says, over a period of 30 odd years, the Packers have demonstrated that a team from a comparatively small city can compete with the big cities of the nation with the fanatic support of loyal fans. After overcoming all the difficulties that have come their way, it is now a certainty that there will always be a Green Bay Packers in Major League Football. The next 30 years of the Green Bay Packers, mm -hmm. we talked about how it's been quarterbacks, it's been winning mm -hmm. football games, and we hope to just continue that tradition and yeah. do that. But I just want to thank you because mm -hmm. we've talked about Bob Harlan on this show. We've mm -hmm. talked about the people who have supported, you know, all of this. Mm -hmm. But, like, during your tenure as, like, you know, as we're getting there and you got the draft, like, sure. yeah. that has continued, right? And so, like, yeah. thank you for that because that's been amazing. But the next, like, 30 years of Packers football, if you're looking ahead, right, we're looking past just this yeah. season, what do you see for the brand of the Green Bay Packers? Is it just continuing to adapt and win football games? And Like, how could you see it potentially transform? No, that's a very big question. Yeah. Um, well, first of all, from a league perspective, gosh, we've got long-term collective bargaining agreement, long-term TV deals. So I think the league is going to continue to be very strong. Uh, the national revenue, which is crucial for a smaller market like us, um, yeah, I, I, th I feel very good about it. Now, 30 years is way out there. It's a long time. I, I can go five to 10. Yeah, we're we very good. But uh, yeah, it's just that it's, this is a special place. And uh, I, 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 it's, we're going to continue to, to be very competitive. Uh, I think, you know, I don't know if you've seen the new facility we have. I think that's, that sets us up for the next 10 to 15 years. Um, there's some things there that I think give us competitive advantages over other teams. Um, and you know the the organization is is really set up to win. I mean that's that's our main purpose and goal. And uh, we don't have an owner who's looking to make a profit or yeah. sell a team for six point oh five billion. <laughs> so I, I'm 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 very confident we'll continue to be uh, not only competitive but you know one of the best franchises in the league. Mark, as always, I appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you, Tom. Thanks for all this. Uh, and as always, go pack, go.